Welcome to Divine Intervention from Dark to Light. I'm your host, Karen Young, and I'm also a spiritual teacher. The purpose of my show is to gather experience and give voice to the untold stories of the divine and how the divine intervened in your life and made a difference. I have questions. Have you ever experienced a dream of wonder and mourning? Uh, have you had a divine healing? I'm sure of you, some have. Uh, felt intuition, voice of a higher power, touched by an angel, a near-death experience, or had a vision that resulted into the divine intervention. If so, I would love to hear from you at one 624 1-888-624-6008. And I always like to say this is a non-judgmental environment. This uh, is a healing space. Telling your story can possibly heal yourself and others. And I always like to say that there is a higher calling on your life because there is. And tonight uh, I want to um, talk about my subject is, um, is questions about doing the right thing. Uh, doing the right thing. Um, come with questions sometime. Sometime. Can I also be confused sometime when I'm trying to do the right thing? Should I take action on this or should I stay out of it? And that's what I want to discuss because sometimes it gets confusing with doing the right thing sometime. Sometimes doing the right thing is just perfectly fine. You know right then and there that's the right thing you should do. But then other times it's more complex, more complicated than just saying, yes, I should do this or that. So I'm, I, And I'm going to explain uh, what I'm saying. So um, to just give you a backstory on what I'm getting ready to say, some may have heard this story or may not, but I did mention it in uh, my show about a couple shows ago, maybe in, maybe in February, I don't know, somewhere along there, uh, I was talking about um, that my daughter uh, I'm not really going to use no names, but she, she had a friend, and her friend um, was telling her all these, you know, things, stories, uh, situations in her household, like domestic violence and stuff like that. And uh, and I'll just talk a little bit about it, and I'll just tell you what happened to me and reason why I'm, I'm saying doing the right thing can can be kind of complicated sometimes. And so um, she was telling me, you know, before she told me, she was telling my daughter and a couple of her friends that, you know, her mother was being abused. The father would, you know, she's living with um, brothers and sisters that four years, I mean, four kids up under her. She's my daughter's age. She's 15 as well. My daughter's 15. They're both now she's 16. But this was a year ago and up until now. So um, she got four uh, siblings up under her and the mother is she you know keeps you know telling my daughter the father is beating the mother you know the mother is being abused and this went on for a while so I have to you know say the backstory and everything so I, I you know then daughter finally told me and I was like kind of you know very disturbed in this you know and I'll just go back and I'm just going to tell you what you know from the beginning that way if some people don't know what I'm talking about and others probably heard it or maybe not. So I'm just going to go from the top. And so and tell you guys why I'm saying what I'm saying about doing the right thing. So um, the daughter was saying she was 
abused, you know, but when I first met the mother, I mean, well, it would seem like every time she wanted to come over my house, she would always have to have permission from the father. So I knew the father was running things, but I'm always careful about letting children come over or visit me unless I need to speak with a, a parent or both parents or one parent. So you guys can understand that. So she always, you know, if I want to come over, but I said, no, I, a couple of times I picked her up and then I said, no, I need to meet your mother or your father. I got to meet them. I think I picked her up once. And then the second time I said, I wanted to meet her mother. And then she had told me she had lost a brother, like a brother got killed. She had told me before I know her, she told my daughter that she had a sibling that was killed prior to this. And I was very sad about that. And she said he had got hit by a car and stuff. So when I'm coming to the home, I'm thinking this is not too long ago this happened. So then, you know, that the family little fragile. So anyway, I go up to the door and I, I, they said the daughter, her daughter said that she could come over. But I said, I want to check with the mother or the father. So anyway, getting to it, the mother uh, came to the door she came to the door and everything, and uh, I said, "Is your daughter, I'm not going to mention her name, uh, could your daughter come, you know, uh, be with, my, you know, pick her up? She said that you said that she could come. The, the mother just kind of stared at me. I mean, she just looked lifeless, guys. Seriously, she looked like she didn't have a voice, and this was my impression. She didn't have a voice whether she could say, I mean, here's your child. You could say whether, no, she can stay and she's not going today. Most parents would say, no, she got a lot of things to do. She's not going. So I, I still couldn't get whether or not she was going. And I was, you know, I was ready to pick her up, but I couldn't be here all day. I'm trying to get this information from the mom. But I'm telling you the pressure I got from the mom. She didn't have a voice. She seemed weak. She seemed um like the daughter said, kind of like abuse or something was going on because, like I said, when you are all, uh, in your heart and you're in your intuition, you can kind of read people. And uh, I was kind of reading her. And she seemed like she didn't have a voice. And nobody, for a minute, there was an uncle or somebody that was with her. And both of them, they were acting weird. I'm, I'm telling you, it was like nobody could say she could go or not. And I didn't have time for it. I was just like, well, I, and then she finally said, I'll ask her dad. Um, and then the girl went in the house and we just kind of looked at each other and I just kind of I didn't want to say I know that you lost a child I just didn't want to bring up nothing unpleasant I you know I just kept it okay you know but it was kind of awkward so they said well he's sleep he didn't come to the door either he didn't want to come to the door something was going on the mother was acting weird the the, the uncle was acting a little weird I, I couldn't make it make of it I said can she go or not so anyway guys we're going to get past this so um, finally they said the father was asleep, but he said something in his sleep. Yeah, she can go. So she came. I picked her up. We went on back to my house. But as soon as it wasn't but an hour or maybe 45 minutes, the parents show up. I mean, but this doesn't make sense to me. The parents show up. I guess they didn't really want her to come. So there she go. She left. So I'm like, fine. If the parents want to pick her up within 40 minutes, that's their right. So I went on about my business doing, you know, what I normally do, and she'll come back and forth over the house that your mom say you can come, or your dad. she say, yeah, and then my daughter visit too sometime, but she wouldn't spend the night, nothing like that. But over time, Tashari, my daughter, um, kept saying, you know, uh, Alana, oh, saying the girl's name, Jesus, help me. Um, 
she kept saying the girl wants to uh, come over, but she's having problems at home. This kept going on. I was like, well, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm like, what's going on? And uh, she's like, Alana saying that, you know, she, he's hitting the mother. You know, it was over nothing. She, The mother had a, I don't know, uh, was sick and the father was hitting on her. And, and then she started hitting, he started hitting on her. And so, all right, so we're getting down around maybe June of last year. Uh, they all wanted to go to a party, graduation party. I'm just going to go on through it. Just go to the top. They uh, want to have a graduation party. And I'm I'm all right. I picked the, the girls up. So I picked her up and a couple more kids. And, um, you know, I said, okay. I just dropped, you know, the girl and my daughter off to the graduation party. Well, the time for the graduation party, uh, they were supposed to pick their daughter up. And I picked my daughter up. But the guest of the house, the, the child that had the graduation saying that uh, her friend mother wasn't answering their phone. They didn't want to pick up. I thought it was weird that, you know, they didn't want to pick this child up. I mean, well, who, I mean, who does that? But anyway, they didn't want to pick her up. So uh, the other mom, somebody had to take uh, her friend home and stuff like that. Stuff like that was going on. And then I think she met some boy or something along here, too. But. Daughter was chattering again over the time. She's like, Mom, they found out she had a boyfriend and the father. And, 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 and she calls me up. Mom, go get the girl at 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, I'm saying, no, I can't do that. I told my daughter, I said, I can't get. Her, her parents have said they both was going to beat her up. I'm like, I'm, you know, sometimes you just don't know what to do because I don't know what the girl did. And I don't know what's happening. So. And so I said I, I couldn't just pick a child up at two, but, you know, maybe we could call the police. I don't know. Sometimes you just don't know what to do. So as time, that went on, but as time kept going on, the, then the girl started talking to me. First she was talking to my daughter. Then she knew that my daughter told me, so she uh, was starting to, you know, say things to me like, you know, um, uh, my father hit my mother and stuff like that. I said, well, did you call the police? And I would inquire, stuff like that. And, you know, I began to pray because I'm a praying woman. I was praying from the first start of this family. But I, like I said, I was praying for the whole family, you know. And, uh, and you know, I'm not, I'm human. I'm, I'm mad at the father. I'm, you know, hitting the mother. I'm upset. And I'm saying, Lord, you know, I don't know what to do. And, uh, you know, so I'm, you know, continuing to pray for this family. And stuff. So, guys, so this, you know, went on and stuff like that. So, uh, all right. So they said that they were going to take her to see if she was, a, you know, something going on with the boy. I don't know. So my, my daughter would constantly, every now and then, just chat me in on all this stuff. And then, like I said, the girls start telling me stuff like, you know, uh, my father, he got mad at me because my mom and all this stuff. Okay. I'm like. Then I questioned her. I said, well, what's going on now? I said, you know, what do you, you know, what's going on with your parents now? Calm down. What? And then she told me about an incident that he had choked her and she went over to the grandmother. So I started asking her about relatives. I said, well, can you stay with your grandmother? What, what would happen? You know, if you stay with your grandmother, you know, this and that and the other. I said, uh, if you come over to my house, she, she was looking like, I said, I can't take you, but I said, I'm going to have to call DCFS involved in this, because if you're saying all this is going on, I'm, you know, this is going to turn into something. 
So guys, so I'll just tell you all of it. I, I'm not going to get all into every detail, but I don't know, a couple shows ago, you know, I think around in February, you know, it was, it was a lot of hype going on. I don't know what she was, you know, my daughter, you can tell they were upset and my daughter didn't want to, you know, she didn't want to tell me exactly what was going on. And then she finally, and I was getting ready to go on my show. I never forget. It was the day I was getting ready to go on my show and she goes, mom, um, I have something I have to tell you. I was like, well, what is it, baby? What is it? She's like, well, it's done gotten worse. At first, she was telling me that, that she had nightmares and all kinds of stuff. The girls have a nightmares. Then she tells me um, that um, that now the father is beginning to molest the daughter or something like that. So I was just really upset. Now my I'm getting ready to go on my show, and I'm just really torn. I'm beginning to pray, ask for a higher understanding of what I should do. And, and I ended up talking about, I was going to talk about another subject, but God was pulling me in this subject. It was on my mind, and it was really messing me up. So now I'm like, I'm dealing with somebody head on with this. This is, you know, in, you know, in my face. So something has to be done, but I got to inquire. I got to you know, call on God. Anyway, I ended up praying before I got to the show. And then I ended up talking on my show about the subject and stuff. And, and I was telling you all in that show that I, I'm going to, um, you know, uh, consult the Lord. I'm going to consult God, Christ consciousness, divine, you know, and, and, and find a higher way of dealing with this because now I'm really upset. You know, I'm really upset. And so, um, it went on and stuff, and the girl was starting to say, uh, she would call me uh, and say, start saying stuff like, my mom want me packed and to pack. But then this went on like she wanted her mom, her mom wanted her out and wanted her packed out. And I'm thinking, but your mom's supposed to be the one protecting you. So it started, it started sounding like the mom had turned on her, and it started to sound like, you know, this was sad because it sounded like the mom was not in her corner and became like she became I don't want to say competition and that's a bad thing to say but the way she was kind of telling me my mom is aware of it but she's angry with me and I, you know this was sounding like really like this child was not being protected okay that's the way it was sounding to me and so I'm like wow this is really um, coming to you know ahead you know and so and some other days going she'll ask me can I is there a safe place if, if my mom kicked me out right now would you and I say yeah you know I, I would let you but I have to find out more about it I have to call DCFS and I'm, I'm calling the police on your parents if your parents kick you out at 15 I said I'm telling you right now so so it looked like she backed off when I said that for some reason she didn't pursue I'm, I'm like yeah I'm you know so if they kick you out I'm going to get you, but I'm going to have to get everybody involved. So I still, guys, I still was praying on this for God to, uh, uh, I said, have a solution to this. Because I can't fix this. I don't have a solution to this. All I could do is call DCFS or make that. But I'm just saying, I was for me, what is my, what I, what is my part and what do I need to do? Okay? All of this is not easy. Okay? And some people say, oh, it's just easy call. But, you know, I'm going to tell you the story, reason why I got hesitations. And uh, and I'm going to tell you what happened. And why I say questioning, doing the right thing. Sometimes you just, 
you know, you don't know if you did the right thing. So this went on and stuff. And so I began to pray. I said, Lord, show me a higher way. And, you know, guys, I always talk about praying a higher understanding, a higher way. And I end up praying for everybody involved. And that's, it's uh, radical to, to the flesh, but not to the spirit, because the spirit know God is in all of us. So that's, that was what I was called on to do, pray for all. But my flesh part, me saying, you know what, get him, get him, get him, get this person and do something to him if he's doing this. Do something really bad, you know, and I wanted to do something, get this person. So anyway, I mean, that's the other part of it. You know, just don't hurt the child, don't hurt the mother, don't hurt nobody, but don't hurt the, the child. And so, and so I was just messed up, guys, and I'm just really telling you. So anyway, um, I began to pray um, for everything, myself and my everything, because I'm like, I don't know what to do. God, give me the, um, the right thing to do, the, you know, to do this. So uh, she kept on with this, my mom saying pack and all this. So I, I'm saying if your mom is telling you to pack and, and she's not, throwing you out either she's throwing you out i'm saying what's going on here because it started seeing like you know uh she's saying she was packing i mean she packed or she threw you out and, it, and then i start saying if she throw you out call me you know that's all i can say is call me i don't know what the next step is but call me if she throws you out so guys i'm just in turmoil with all this so i'm still in prayer so uh so i'll just tell you two weeks ago uh there was another kid having a party. Uh, I went to pick the, you know, pick. I'm always picking up kids. I picked her up as well, the, the, the kid I'm talking about, and my daughter. And they went skating. They're supposed to go to a party. You know, teenagers do all the stuff. And so, you know, they went to the, the skating party or whatever. And this kid party they went to was supposed to be having, like, uh, three-day party or where activities where they go skating on Friday, they go to the movies or they go shopping on Saturday, and on Monday he they have this uh, truck, this game truck or whatever they rent with kids. So it's supposed to be a whole thing, an event, all this stuff, guys. Okay, so that Friday I'm just gonna give you what happened. Friday I picked, you know, with the person you know her parents permission said her father said yes she could go even though you know I don't you know and the the grandmother I met her grandmother on the other side that lives in the house I met her she gives the daughter money anyway they go that's fine I, they left they I dropped my daughter off and then they dropped uh the parent dropped her off to her parents house I'm thinking everything's okay that was Friday and she, my daughter went to the second event shopping with, with, with the birthday kid. So I knew she was going, and she came back around 9 o'clock on Saturday. So she had her, you know, uh, fun or whatever. So we all snuggled in around 10, 11.30 come. I get a doorbell ring, and I don't know who at the door, and I, I, I go to the door, and the, uh, the woman, uh, the child's mother is at the door, and she goes, I come to pick up my daughter. I go, uh, no, your daughter's not here. She said they were supposed to have some events. I, I told her, I said, yeah, they had activities. I said, my daughter went to the activities, but your daughter 
told me yesterday in the car that she was not attending the activities. Well, she said, well, she told me she was coming over here to continue to tell me, and she's not here. I said, no. So my daughter come out the room, and she said, uh, do you, now I'm concerned. I don't know where daughter at, th- at 1130. Here's a 15, 16-year-old kid. And I'm saying, no, I, I have no idea where your daughter is. And so, um, so anyway, uh, my daughter come out. She said, you know, I, she told the truth. She said, I, she, she's not over here, but I have a good idea where she could be. This girl is over some boy house, okay? Um, she then told her parents she would be over here, and it's 1130, and, and, and she said, do you know the boy's uh, number and uh, address? My daughter gave her that. I said, good luck. I hope everything is okay. No, I'm missing something. My daughter calls her, unbeknownst to the girl that the mother is at my house in the living room. So the daughter uh, FaceTimed her right there. She she said, your mother's here, right here. She said, your mother's looking for you. And that girl hung up the phone right there. And so, and the mother said, oh, she's, she's busted. That's why she did that. So, guys, now this is giving me another little tune about this girl I don't know. See, now she's telling me these things. I'm just giving you, you know, what what, what she was telling me. So, uh, she said, well, she, my daughter tells me your daughter don't have a phone. I said, she got a phone in her hand. She tell me she doesn't know your number. I said, she knows my number. She tells, my daughter tells me all these things, and she's not even here, and she's not over here, and she's over some boy house, and we're going to get her. So, all right, she leaves. I'm a little scared. I'm scared because she's in an abusive home. So I'm thinking, wow, if she's busted like this, uh, she's going to get beat, you know, real bad. I mean, she's doing teenage stuff, but she might, you know, and I ain't saying teenagers don't do stuff like this, you know, but I'm just saying that was not a good thing to tell your parents and you, you know, but I didn't want her to get like really messed up, you know, so I began to pray. I'm like, oh my God. And then Sunday came, that was Saturday. I asked my daughter, I'm like, do you, have you heard from your friend? She said, uh, yeah, she's in real big trouble. I said, yeah, and then uh, sometime uh, I didn't have my car and that like this. And and sometime uh, that Sunday, she said, yeah, I heard from my friend, Mom. I said, well, what happened? She said, well, uh, she, she's uh, they they told her she couldn't come in the house. She was put out. And I'm saying, what? I, I, out on the porch? She She's out. They put her. They wouldn't even let her inside. I said, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Even if she did what she did, she get a punishment or doing what she but you can't put the child out to home. And I was concerned. She said, Mom, can you go get her? This time, I would have got her because it wasn't 2 o'clock. It wasn't all that. It was, uh, it, But I didn't have my car. My son had my car. Uh, his car broke down. So it was no way I could get her. So I'm like, I don't know. I can't get her. Whatever. This was all Sunday, guys. And so and so, what happened was uh, Monday came. And... Uh, I'm I'm working from home and everything, and and uh, I, she was trying to talk to me while I was, you know, working from home, and I was at work, and I said, uh, I can't talk to her now. To uh, I told my daughter, I said, I have to wait. You, she have to wait. I can't talk to her at this particular time. I was on a meeting. I was doing some things, and I could not 
I was at work. Even I was working from home, I said, I have to get with her later. She have done this before. So I know something is going on. So when I got off, she tells my daughter to call me and talk to me. So she talked to me. My daughter said we got, she said she had DCFS number and that she had talked to this woman and stuff, guys. And uh, <clears throat> she talked to the woman from DCFS and her womp, this woman name was Ashley, and I need to talk to her, but her father is coming home right now, and, and she had to get out of the house and all this, okay? Guys, and so I'm like, she got to get over here, and I, and my daughter um, paid for her a lift, because my daughter did that to get over here, but I didn't know at the time that she had a younger sibling with no shoes on that's one one years old that was in she's I said a child is with her so I'm like oh this is something now I'm like okay bring tell her if whatever's going on bring the child too I didn't know what was going on so she uh told me I, I have to talk to DCFS and uh and, and y'all guys now I got to do something. I had been praying on this. I you know I was trying to let it work itself out and I knew that by the time she told me this other stuff the sexual part, it wouldn't work itself out, okay? So I knew I, I now, yes, which I told her I was going to have to call anyway, but she had it already. I had the people me talk to the person, what's your name? I told them my address. I gave my information. I told this woman exactly what the child was telling me, had been telling me this, you know, for months. And I said, um, she said that then she's in an abusive home and all this, and then she interviewed the child uh, over the phone, too. And the child began to be upset, was rubbing the child back. I was trying to calm her down, have the baby, all this stuff. And mind you, this is this Monday where this kid is having this party. Uh, uh, I guess this, this truck to come with all these games where they play these video games. My daughter was over there before she came over here. So after we calmed her down, after she had the interview and stuff like that, uh, the baby didn't know me. I still was willing, you know, take care of the baby. So my daughter said, you know, they're kids. Well, can I go back to the game? And can my friend go back with me? And I said, well, I keep the baby, you know. But in the meantime, DCF called me. And I'm talking to them. I'm telling them. I'm saying, yes, this is what's going on. Do you have a child there? I said, yes. She said, well, wait a minute. She has a child. And I said, yeah, the child is one. And guys, you know, um, you know, I'm, t I'm telling everything. She's like, well, you're going to have to call that mother. Just then when I was talking to DCFS, the mother called. Now it's around six. It's time to come home. The mother, you know, home, the, they're home and they don't know where the baby is. She, have you heard from, you know, my daughter? I said, yes, I have. And because uh, the daughter, the mother worked, I said, uh, yes, I have. And the child is here and uh, your daughter's here. But at the time, the daughter was over there at the party with, at, with the game thing. So now I have to try to get, I don't have my car. I got a, a one-year-old child here. And then the parents show up, both. I never met the father. Here he shows up at the house, guys. And the mother. So I got the mother, the father. You know, I'm like, hey, how you guys doing? They said, my boy, my child here. I'm like, yeah. He said, you know, my daughter is something that's going on with my daughter. He said, I don't know what, this is what he told me. My daughter told you about me. I don't, this is what he said. Now, 
I don't know what your daughter, my daughter says, he said, she's, uh, my daughter is a habitual liar. He said, I just want you to know she wanted to come to this party so bad. I knew about this, but she couldn't go because she did. You know, my wife said, I said, yeah, I know what happened Saturday. So they began to give me a story about their daughter. She's a habitual liar. Uh, she wanted to get out the house so bad. She took, she was babysitting and she didn't want to stay. She took the child. Nothing happened. He said, I was with my uh, daughter. I went to pick my wife up. And when I came back, she was, you know, so now I'm here. I'm getting a different picture. Okay, guys, I'm getting a, a, a you know, kind of a different picture of the daughter. Cause you know, you don't know what, but what the teacher, what the child is telling you, you don't know more, but I'm just saying, I'm getting a, a, a picture. Of of their their kid that they're telling me I'm not making it up, so they're they're saying their child has been lying since the third grade. She has a kind of problem, truth telling you know problem where she don't tell the truth. She makes lies up and always have them in stuff. They went to go tell me that the daughter said that she was pregnant in the seventh grade and that she stole his wife sonogram whatever it was uh the wife was pregnant at the time and and uh, and went took to the stool to go after this boy that she liked to prove that she was pregnant or whatever had them all up in trouble in school and she they say she does this all the time just tell and they began to tell me it was like did you know she was with a boy she had a boy in our house i mean that so everything was like i'm like oh my god you know, I yeah, you know, I don't I didn't know all this and I don't know what's truly going on in the home. And he was like, Is she paint us out to be and paint me out to be because just because I want to discipline it? I said, Well, what do you think is your child's problem? If she been lying like this, what's going on? He said, I don't know. He said some people just want attention. She was the only child for a while. When I started having kids, she just all of a just started lying and doing these things and acting up and stuff like that. <sighs> Guys, I'm saying, oh boy. All right. So now I got a child still running around the house, knocking on things. I don't have my car. So he, he goes to tell me, and, and the mother, she, she chimed in too. She's like, well, my daughter is around saying that killing off kids that I don't have. I said, what you mean? She goes, she said that I had a, child that died and all. I said yeah I said wait a minute I said yeah did I said yeah didn't you have a child she said I'm telling you right now my, all my children are living I never had a child die she said she have told several people and, oh my god my whole heart guys I mean I'm like you didn't lose a child no the father no I have we have all our children we have Five children and all all five of them are here. We have pictures. You want to see? I'm like, no, I believe you. She said, and this is what they said. This is what we're talking about. You, we, we was actually going to take it to this level. Are you going to take it to this level? They said they didn't know what level she'll take it to. That scared me. And I'm saying, wow, you would just say your brother was killed and he wasn't. And guys, get this because it's true. Because when during the interview, when the the caseworker uh, was on the phone and asked her did they have any children that was had died or deaths in the family, whatever. Now, I'm still at this moment was thinking of the little boy. And uh, she said, no, I kept that in mind. So I knew that the parents weren't, they were not telling, the, I mean, they were not lying about this because the child said that 
to DCFS that nobody had died or anything like that. And she asked them if they do drugs and all this other stuff. And I remember, and I said, oh, well, the parents were saying that she lied and said, how do you lie and say you lost a whole brother? So, it, guys, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, am I dealing with a habitual liar, a child or a child with problems and causing this? You know, so I'm in now. I'm in. I'm, I'm deep now. Now, you know, so at the time, uh, now they said, where is my child? Okay, so guys, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll go with you to get your child. You can stay here. I, I don't have my car, but I'll go with your husband to go get her. Guys, I go over there with the, my father and myself. I tell the, the aunts, whoever the boys' party it was, I said, we're here to pick up, you know, my daughter and the other girl. And uh, her father's here and everything, and we're just going to go get her. Because now just everything is over parties over with for you all the parents here the baby you know you know was over here so everybody it's just over so the boys aren't I, I know this is a quite story but you I got to tell you this story how you trying to do the right thing I just have to tell you guys and I do tell you share you my life <laughs> so I she said she don't want to go outside with the father she said she's frightened of him and it was a lot of household people and she's frightened and she don't want to go out I'm like what and I go inside and I talk to my daughter I said where is your friend and she said she in there she no I'm good she all said I don't want to go out and then at this point I'm feeling like ah uh, this is sounding dramatic to me because I believe you could want it to come went go to this party and you just now that you've got to face your parents you're kind of like putting on the front and so I, I don't know how I was feeling, guys. I'm just feeling all kind of ways. So I'm like, you can't stay in these people's house. You know you have to go home. I'm not going home. I'm not going home. And then she just went into a thing, and and uh, and I'm like, you have to. So it just went on, and, and, and my aunt was like, she told me he's a abuser. And, and, and I said, wait a minute. I said, I took her to the side. I said, this same kid that was in my uh, mother was in uh, my home Saturday saying that she was somewhere with a boy. I don't know what to believe now. I, she said, oh, I said, well, we got to get her. You know. So I just came back outside. He said, see what she does. He said, she does this all the time. And she young. He said, I'm trying to tell you my daughter something is going on. He said, I said, I'll tell you what. You're going to have to leave this woman uh, premises. And I'm just going to have to walk them because it was just like a walking distance. I said, I'll just take the girls home. You just you know, can go back and I'll just take them home. You know, I mean, in going back to my house. So I told her, I said, your father's not here. Let's go. We got to go. And we, as I go up the stairs, guys, and uh, I'll get ready to go open up the door and stuff like that. She spots her father on the couch and go turning back to run. And I told her father, I said, your daughter's right here. She's running. So he gets up, get up and run after her. He said, come on, get, you know father to do. get yourself up in here and get you know in here and so she came in and and we all getting ready to sit down and talk just as we getting ready to sit down and talk my doorbell ring ding dong dcfs i'm like now guys really this is my first time dealing with dcfs i know people think i'm really naive and i am i did not know that they were coming 
you know, that day at 8.30, I thought that they had to come and go over to the parents. I didn't know they was coming over my house. Okay. I did talk to them over the phone, but I didn't know they were coming. They did ask for my address and my name, but I didn't know they were coming here. I thought they were going to be at the child's house. No. DCF showed up at my house. So there was the parents, DCFS, and they looking at me like, you portrayed me or something like I had did something to them. And uh, I, and they um, started saying, wait a minute. You, this is this. She said, yes, she said, and I'm not here for you all right now. She said, I want to talk to the child. And where is she? the child had locked herself in my uh, bathroom. In the bathroom. I said, well, she's in, locked herself in the bathroom. and You can go in there and talk to her. So DCFS, as DCFS talking to her in the bathroom, I'm dealing with the parents calling everybody they know. The father calling his mother saying, Shari's uh, mother called. I said, call DCFS on me. And I said, listen, whoever you're talking to, I said, whoever you're talking to, you need to tell the truth. I said, first of all, your daughter came over here. I don't mind telling you I called after, but your daughter came up with the number and the name. and She called on you guys. And I said, and then I called after they called me, I called them back. And I said, your daughter been telling me she been abused for months. I said, so your daughter called it and I called after and your daughter been telling me. And I said, I believe. And so it was very tense. I had stress. In my stomach, guys, I, you know, it was just like, wow. And so after um, the DCF lady talked to the child, she came out the bathroom. She told the, the father right off. She goes, you cannot step foot up in that house. Uh, either you leave or your kids leave. And now the, both the parents get the crying in my house. And I'm saying, oh, my God. But. I'm saying, Lord, whatever is supposed to be, let it be. Because I don't know if this is a performance that's going on with the parents. You don't know, see what I'm saying? You don't know if this is a performance with the, I was like, but a divine is going to see through all of this, through DCFS, whatever. This, all, whatever is uncovering right here, it's going to uncover. So, uh, so they was calling all kind of people. The grandmother called me and was saying, I said, hey, I can't talk right now. She said, well, I'll call you tomorrow. Guys, I was in some stuff. <sighs> I'm breathing right now. And uh, and so I said, I'll call you tomorrow. So she said, my daughter, my granddaughter is a liar and I'm going to call you back. And so she said, I'm going to tell you about her. I said, well, OK, I I'll talk to you, you know, later. And uh, DCF said, I don't know what you guys going to do, but you, he can't come back in that at home tonight. You figure it out. The mother, he was like, do you know, I seem this is see, this is what she gets me in. I don't know what's going on, all this stuff. So, you know, I don't know what, who's telling what, but to me, I'm, I'm going on with the child. But see, now the child lying to me is what I'm telling you guys and other stuff is coming about. So this is like, wow. So. This is what I'm saying, trying to do the right thing. You don't know what you get stepping into. So uh, whatever it was, I've been praying and, and, and asking God to deal with this for months. So it's everybody's at my home. It's at a head. So 
So the parents calm down and they leave. The mother was mad. She was mad. Well, whatever. This is what's before me. This is what your child said. The parents are angry, whatever. So they they leave the home. So I, I talked to DCFS lady for a little while. I said, well, what happened now? She They did ask. They said, can the child stay here? And I said, yes. They said, we want her in a uh, safe place. I said, of course. This is what I told her she could do. Anyway, she could stay here for, you know, she said just for a couple of days till we find out what's going on. We're going to do an investigation. She said, uh, there's another specialist coming through that's going to do an investigation and whatever. So anyway, next day, that was on a Monday, Tuesday. I'm talking to the grandmother on the phone. The grandmother telling me all these things about uh, the daughter. She says she's a big liar. She's been doing this for a while. And she said she's taking it to the same thing that the parents was telling me. But every time I brought up, I said, she's saying this domestic. They all get quiet when I, I so I know there's some truth in this. Something is going on in this house that's dysfunctional. This ain't just coming up. So I, I'm, you know, I'm saying, I'm telling the grandmother, I'm telling her what, she said, well, what has she been telling me? I said, I'm telling you, she's been telling me for months. This been occurring. And I, I didn't say anything about the sexual part uh, to the grandmother because, you know, I, you know, didn't just didn't get into it. I just said she was being abused home all this time. Well, I told them not to fight. That's why I kind of knew that this child wasn't totally lying. You know, she might have lied on some things, but she was, you know. So then I said, no, I have to go out here. I said, the phone, I mean, the doorbell ring. Here come another DCF lady says she was in charge. I'm like, okay, here, here's another DCF lady. Come in. She said, I want to speak to the child. I said to the grandmother, PCF is talking to your granddaughter right now. Anyway, make a long story short, DCF lady asks again, can she stay till Friday? I said, yes, she could stay until Friday. And so, um, but the mother was telling me some things. I had asked them, I said, did you all kick your daughter out Saturday? And they said, no, we did not kick her out. She didn't even go home Saturday. She went over to a god uh, grandmother or something, and then on, on Easter uh, Sunday, she went over to the other grandmother house. And so that's what the grandmother was telling me the next day, the, you know, different times. The, the other grandmother was saying, she didn't go home. This is a lie. They did not kick her out. And I'm saying, but she said they kicked her out. So guys, listen to me. I'm, I'm in a situation trying to do the right thing. So now... I get off the phone. I walk DCFS lady out the door. I'm catching her on the way out. I'm trying to talk to her. I'm saying, what happens now? She said, you, they saying you're in the middle. You're not. She said, you did the right thing doing it because child's. But she said, I'm telling you, you may, you may have been played by this teenager, she said, because uh, they do that. She said, if you think that teenagers don't call or kids don't call DCFS, if they can't get their way or get their parents uh don't uh, give them what they want. They will call and start a ruckus with their parents to get their parents in trouble. She said, but you're not in there. You did the right thing. I said, okay. But, you know, she said, you could have been placed. She said, but we're going to look into this deeper. We're going to talk to the other kids. We've got to find out what's going on. So, guys, <clears throat> here I am. Here I'm feeling like, oh, my God. <sighs> this is um, really a lot, you know. So I did ask the girl once I said, 
did you uh let me ask you something i i just had to hear it from her i said what happened uh when you uh went home saturday after the situation with the boy i said did you go home she was very evasive guys she didn't want um i said did you go over to your grandmother's house because i just got off the ground uh, off the telephone with your grandmother yeah i went over there for about 15 minutes uh just started you know and it just made me feel like and I said, you know, what happened? Did they throw you out? It just so it, I got no from it, you know, from all the the back talking. So now I'm like, maybe I was playing, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I just felt like, wow, I was praying on this. I don't know, you know how sometimes, like I said in the beginning, you're trying to do the right thing. And you don't know and you got questions, should I, you know, the first thing was like, uh, you know, I'm also confused and should I take action? You remember there was a hesitation and then it's like, uh, do I stay out of this? But, hey, I work for Administration for Children and Family. All of these services is up under our umbrella. And I was told and just within myself and my spiritual self, you know, you do believe the kid, but then, you you know, you do find a way to try to protect the child. And, and and that's the way it is. That's the way it is. And so um and so what it was was I was struggling uh with all this going on and what was going on with the child. So the child stayed but she li- she lied on a lot of things. So the grandmother uh, and I just take y'all through it came over. <laughs> this was a whole week of meetings. I'm thinking, Lord, what but I'm here. So divine got me here somewhere up in here. So somewhere I belong. So God have you. And I want to say to use you in places that's uncomfortable, where you don't want to be, you know, how did you get in this? How, but the divine had me because I'm telling you he had me in this because I've been praying from the beginning. What part do I play it? What do I do? These are the questions, but I'm in it. DCF at my house, the parents, all, all the players are there. Divine is in this deep, okay? There's an intervention in this. I don't know whether the child is telling you the truth. I don't know whether the parents, it could be a little of both because the child lying, that was for sure. She had said that, okay, so the grandmother came over. I don't want to get all mixed up. Grandmother came over and she said i want to have a conversation with my granddaughter cuz she's a liar and you and i want her to tell me exactly in front of you what she's been saying and what and she can't lie in front of me because you know this was the grandmother and so she so the next day uh me and the daughter was out and the grandmother came. I said, well, we got to go. Your grandmother here. We're outside, but now the grandmother is here, so we have to go. So she started double talking, you know, when she's fine. Well, I don't want to argue with my grandmother. And I'm saying, I said, "There, uh, who said it was going to be arguing? I said, I, I was up under, understanding we're all going to have a conversation. I didn't say we we're going to argue. So she, no, I, I, uh, I'm just going to say yes to everything. Whatever she says, I'm going to say yes to it and just start getting nervous and, you know, bouncy and a little weird acting. And I said, no, I don't want you to say yes to everything. I want you to tell me the truth. Okay. (laughs) That's what I want you to do. I want you to tell the truth. 
So when grandmother came and stuff, she sat down and stuff like that. And uh, when we got to talking, she tried to overtalk me. I said, no, we're going back to Saturday. And guys, I don't want to just, I'm just telling you what I was into. I said, we're going back to Saturday. And uh, tell me what happened. Did your parents put you out? Because I'm in, I'm, I'm in the middle of all this. And uh, the grandmother asked her, now, you know, you came. You didn't even go home Saturday. You went over such and such. You're at the grandmother house. And she said, didn't you? And she said, yeah, I did. Did you go home? Because you know you did. And, and I could tell that the grandmother wasn't. She just was talking to her, telling her the truth. And she could have said I didn't. It wasn't like none of that. Like she was lying. She just ended up telling the truth like, no, I didn't go home. I really did. Because she already told me that before when I asked her. So, and that, that was a lie. And then and what is this about you saying that I picked you up and was going to pick you up when you were seeing the boy? She told them all kind of stuff, had me all mixed up in it. And I got had a flat tire and all kind of stuff. I said, that's not true. So the grandmama, we're uncovering all these lies. The girl tell it, okay? And she could be a habitual liar. I don't know. But I do know this, that there was a dysfunction in this household that was going on, okay? There was a dysfunction that the divine see fit that I had to be involved in. I, I don't know exactly where to play, but something was going on in that household, and there was a lot of something going on within it. Uh, and uh, But also, when you got a troubled child, and if these things are really happening, they're not the perfect kid, okay? What about that? They're going to tell lies and do a whole lot of promiscuous things and do a lot of things that's not little good girls are, are, are doing if this is going on in the home. So you got that. So I have that. I have the lies she told the parents and and all this going on at the same time. And I must say this, and I maybe I just was not feeling this right. But when the father was crying in my living room, guys, I just didn't feel like it was true tears. I, I don't know what it was about, about even the. DCFS lady was looking at him like, she was looking at him like, I don't know. But anyway, you, you know, I'm faced with this through the divine. I'm praying through all of it. And, and, uh, and I don't know, you know, sometime like when I started the subject of questioning of doing the right thing and does, how does that all, it, it, it sometimes it turn out just fine. You do the right thing. And like I said, and sometimes it comes with complexity and, and pieces and, and, you know, all kind of stuff and complications. And that's, that's the way I'm describing what happened to me. And, uh, long story short, I couldn't even wait till Friday. I had to let her go Thursday, return her to her mom and things like that. And, and, and when I was trying to return her to her mom, the mom, get this, didn't even want to open up the door. It was telling me she was at work. I done pulled up, try to get the, the child home safely. I pull up, and the mother saying, I just got off of work. Give me 30 minutes. And I'm saying, but I'm at your house, and you don't know this, but your mother told me you were off today. So the mother is telling a tale, too. I don't want to call her a liar. 
she comes out the house. She says she was supposed to be working. She come out the house with the child, and I'm, and I'm saying, wow. So I'm like, really? So, guys, I'm just saying, you, you, you try to do the right thing. It looks like the parents are not all truthful, and the daughter's not truthful. But somewhere in the middle, the truth is. Do you know what I'm saying? The divine truth is in the middle. And so I think I've been used, and I was used to be that light. And if really something like that that's terribly going on with this girl and her father and in her household, that God's shining that light anyway. There's going to be light shined on that household. Now, from now on, DCFS got them in the system. And uh, the girl has the card. She told me, she said, I'm going to keep this card. Now, this looked like a, ch a child that has problems, but she also was saying that I was the only one. She said, they mad at you, but you were the only one that could help me. That's what she said. And I believe her. So I believe I was used, guys, to, to shine a light, whatever it was that needed to be shined or whatever that needed in that situation. And I was telling you guys back, when I had the other show that I, I didn't really know what to do and things like that. But then this came to light. DCFS is in it. I don't know what the whole situation. She's not permitted over here. No mother mom said she didn't want her because I guess the truth came out. And the mom told me she didn't want her over here no more because she seemed to just want to be with me. I said, fine. She said, if she come over your house again, I'm, I'm going to call the police. I said, fine. I said, don't worry about it. And when she come, I'll just turn her away, tell her, you know, she can't come and all this old stuff. So it was a lot going on with this situation. And during the right time, sometimes, you know, you know, it comes with a lot. But I always say, do the right thing. Do what the spirit tells you to do. And that's what I did. Whatever the spirit tell me, I don't know the outcome of this story. I don't pretend to know that this is going to have happy endings, but I continue to pray for this family and families like this because this is real in a lot of ways. In a lot of situations, this is happening right, in, you know, right up on your eye. And if you're there and can do anything, do it. Do I regret it? No. If I have to save a life or a child's life and DCF unit, if it's unfounded, fine. But if it's happening, so be it. Take him to jail, lock him up, do what you do, what you got to do with him. If he's doing that, he's not fit to be a father. He's not fit to do anything or be around his children's household. So good night. My next show is uh, May the 1st, 2021 at 8 o'clock Central, uh, uh, Central Time, 8 o'clock p.m. I love you guys and always try to do the right thing. Thank you and have a nice weekend.